Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, are you? I am the producer, Matt Duncan. I am here. I'm having a good time. Freddie, how are you doing? I'm also here. Also having a good time. Mm-hmm. Excited for the Raptors game tonight. Yeah. Back to back, too. Back to back. We got Celtics. We got the Sixers. Yeah. We're healthy. They're not exactly. Heavily depleted Sixers. Yikes. Yikes for them. <laughs> um, we are a, a yeah, Raptors fan podcast. We also talk NBA. Yep. You know, we're, we're hardcores. We have analysts on. We have a comedians mostly. And, you know, we're having a good time. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to this pod. Yeah. You know, if you want to help us, if you want to, you know, see us grow and become more prominent in, in the Raptors and NBA landscape and life, you know, uh, how can people do that, Maddie? As I always started off with saying to go to dunkspodcast.com. Hey, look, I just renewed the domain name. So I got to throw it out there for people to use it. Um, go there. We've got all our links. You know, if you want to get on the podcatchers, you know, we're on Amazon Music now. If you're like a Jeff Bezos head, mm-hmm. and uh, as well, the Sonar Network. That is the network we're a part of. Go to the sonarnetwork.com and look, all those podcasts you see at the top, and I'm talking about the pickup too. Don't even worry about them. You want to click the and more button. That's where the real podcasts are the ones in the basement, the ones in, you know, in Demolition Man, the people that lived underneath the, the grounds and they were the, the resistance. The, the, that's, that's what we are. We are the resistance. So if you could uh, check us out and give us a rating or whatnot on your favorite podcatcher, that would be fantastic. Click on the uh, guest names as well. You can see what other episodes they've done on the network. Fantastico. And then, you know, we've got the Patreon. We've lowered the prices. We've made it Canadian, A, eh? And you can now uh, get more for cheaper. So why why not do that? Support us. And uh, you'll start to get some bonus episodes and, and the whatnot. And... Last but not least, the Tukes, they're ready to be sold. Once again, Freddie's got them in his place, in a bin, with the zip locked, and they're ready to go. Maddie, you are a pro. Um, <laughs> there's always so much going on with you. Uh, just to touch on a few things, Canadian A came out real smooth. Uh, a lot of emphasis how, uh, on, on us being the resistance. Um, so cheers to that. Uh, you're, you're, you're just a gem. The Tukes, yes. Ziploc bag. They're fresh. It's getting cold. Come check them out. Slash order them. Uh, yeah. We got your back. And, and I will say, check out the pickup. Uh, you know, I was just joking about not listening to it. You can listen to whatever you want on the network. I'm just uh, proudly and more. That's all I'm trying to say here. So, hey, uh, hey, I'm proudly and more too. <laughs> I get you. And also, the the third thing I was forgetting that you know I want to touch on that you said just the word fantastico. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> That's all. That was funny. Um, liked uh, how you said it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, too much emphasis. I think um, <laughs> uh, it just it popped, popped hard. Uh, um, folks, we got a really good uh, podcast for you, and uh, so much. I'm I'm dropping folks on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm dropping, dropping the, some some dog the Doug couple, Ford hammer. I like it. Hop up a couple pops <laughs> and listen to some folks chat about the cottage. <laughs> no, uh, this is a. Uh, this is a Raptors pod. None of that here. Um, but yeah, we got uh, Dan Gallia, one of my good friends. We got, uh, you know, Ryan Henry, good buddy as well. Hardcore uh, basketball fans and, you know, just just good people all around. We talk about uh, Pascal's return. We talk about uh, all the Raptors being 6'9". The NBA standings, who's kind of at the top, but maybe will slide a little bit. And... Um, 
Oh dear. Well, what else did we talk about? I'm, I'm blanking out here. Uh, oh yeah. The rule changes. Yeah. We yeah. talked about the rule changes as well and who they're affecting and kind of, you know, if we like them or not. So, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, have a listen, enjoy, and uh, to all the people who have been listening, sharing, you know, commenting, subscribing, everything, we really, really, really appreciate it. So thank you. And um, yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, uh, I'll say what I always say, um, Black Lives Matter, defund the police, stop Asian hate, and email your city councilors, uh, email your MPs, email your MPPs. Okay. Um, do yeah. not be an idle citizen. You are a, a valuable constituent. So uh, make sure your, your voice is heard. And uh, also shout Maddie out last pod. He recommended watching, uh, I think it's called Colin in black um, and white. Colin in black and white on, um, I think it's on Netflix, but anyways, yep. me and Caitlin, um, we watched uh, three episodes. It's really good. It has heart. Uh, it, it's kind of funny. It um, is it's poignant. It's it, it's a uh, yeah. You know, it's a it's a look at the at the black experience uh, in America and um, in sports. And mm-hmm. it, it's a uh, it's it's a good watch. So thanks for the recommend, Maddie. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try to finish watching that. Hopefully, you can finish watching knew Space it. Jam. Fucking knew point. you were gonna bring that up. <laughs> You'll finish um, Kaepernick's show and I'll finish Space Jam. Yeah, okay. You know, I will. You won't. You know, that's the deal there, I think. Um, let's let's get rolling on the pod here. Maddie, if you feel like we're good to go, uh, why don't you just give me those deliciously tasty words? Okay. Okay. Okay, let's get rocking here. Um, I'm excited to talk some ball. Pascal's back. Lots going on with the Raptors world. Uh, when you do listen to this, it will be, uh, um, you know, in preparation for the Philly Raptors game. We're not sure what happens uh, with Boston. That's in a couple hours. Hopefully it's a win. You know what I mean? Hopefully it's a win. But uh, yeah, let's get going here with guest number one. Uh, one of my very, very good friends. We have so much in common. He's a... Uh, He's an amazing producer, uh, you know, all over Toronto, the garage show um, uh, with uh, with the adventure tours. So I'm sure he'll correct me with the name, but he does uh, comedy on the river. Uh, he also does fireside tales. He does stand up. He does sketch. He does improv. He does video. He can sell you stuff about online spaces. The man really can do a lot of things. He made my demo reel. Um, he's the best. Uh, I love talking ball with him. Happy to have him back on. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Dan Gallia. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I feel like that's like just getting out of a pool in the morning. That's what that is. Yeah, I was waiting for like a beat to drop on that song, but I guess maybe that's just like you you walk under like a, a sprinkler in a resort sound. <laughs> Slow motion for sure. Um, what's up, dude? Thanks for joining. Yeah, thank you. It's Toronto Adventures. Thank that's you. That's the company that I do comedy on the river with. And uh, the only thing you didn't mention, which I'm trying to get off the ground, is my store, my DG store. So go to dangalia.ca and check out my weird clothing line. Get some not pants shirts. <laughs> that's wonderful. Um, that's genius. You hear Maddie laughing in the back. He's probably already bought a whole stack oh, of those. Um, now I know to finish Matt. my Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you need to outfit Maddie's uh, snowblower with some of your gear, and you got yourself a lifelong customer, my friend. Listen, you want a shirt that says not pants? I got it. You got you want a hat that says nothing on it? Like it actually says the word nothing on it? I got it. Uh, you know, you got hats that say not bald on it if you're not bald and you still want to wear a hat. Sure. So just stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, no, just tap, tapping in ambivalence, <laughs> tapping in a... Um, Thank you. Weirdo, thank you. Weirdo, just you know, jokes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, this is good. You're good. Let's uh, let's bring on guest number two. I he's amazing. I, I just just did a podcast with him today. Uh, we went live. Um, shout out Dexter Ariola. Shout out Alan Shane Lewis. 
Um, he's uh, one of the OGs with press basketball. He is the, I don't know if he's a creator, but uh, you know, he runs the show at below the hardwood hardcore Mavs fan, also a hardcore Raptors fan. He's got a lot going on. I'm pretty sure he's a hardcore wrestling fan too. Uh, I'm a hardcore fan of him. Give it up as loud as you can. Even if you're at home alone for Ryan Henry. I love the theme music, you know, I, I, it's the only show where I come on and I have, I, I feel like a wrestler, you know, I'm coming out and this is my entrance <laughs> song and you just get pumped, but yeah, no, uh, definitely a Mavs fan, definitely a Raptors fan, and yes, uh, one of the co-creators of Below the Hardwood 10 long years ago. My God, um, yeah. well, I'm glad to have you, uh, it was fun, uh, you know, doing your, like, various segments, it's always fun thinking about you know, the way people do pods and the way I do my pod. And I love your, your, your caps, no caps final segment. <laughs> um, and uh, perhaps I don't want to, I don't want to get anyone in trouble here, but maybe <sighs> just maybe someone who's organizing the Raptors entertainment uh, stole your guy's idea. I mean, right? like, could have happened. Looks Alan's, pretty similar. Alan's I don't know. Either, you know. He's cap or no cap. I'm like, you guys are watching my stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm somebody's watching. You're doing Flattered. a good job, I guess, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's uh let's dive right in. Let's talk some Raptors ball. Maddie, good sir. I know you're back there. Please, please give me your most weird non-Aaron Baines. That's done. But your your weirdest, <laughs> craziest audio, whatever, Raptors sting. Okay, let's do it. Ryan, let's uh, start with you. Um, yeah, let's just jump right on the uh, the return of Pascal Siakam. Limited minutes. He was taken out at the you know end of the fourth there. I feel like we probably weren't going to beat Brooklyn anyhow. Um, yeah, he's back. Precious to the bench. What are your you know thoughts in general? Like how how do you think we look with him? you know, versus without him. Honestly, it, it can only be better without, uh, sorry, uh, better with, because when you think about it, like we were doing pretty, pretty, pretty good in, in the last couple of weeks uh, since that horrible start. Um, it's another body on the floor that's going to cause attention, right? Like when he's there, it's going to leave guys like Fred with another uh, option to shoot. It's going to leave Scotty, depending on, you know, if I don't know if they're going to play both of them the full ride, but um, it's going to leave people open. So that's a guy that you're going to have to plan for. That's a guy you're, you're going to have to, you know, coaches are going to have to be like, okay, well, he's back. He's going to, uh, you know, we might have, need to focus on him a little bit more. The Raptors had Fred, OG, and and Scotty. Uh, probably you'd have to game plan for So now just adding that fourth guy, that's a, a, just another great option. Um, it's going to cause some issues for, for other teams. Um, it's just going to add more to Nick Nurse's playbook. Um, and, and people forget, you know, in I'm not going to say his prime, but in his non-injured days and the days where, you know, he was healthy and, and just, you know, available for us, he, he was our guy. He's the max guy. Like he just, you're just adding more, more offense. You're adding more intangibles to, to a team that's already, you know, semi, good we're not i don't know if we're top east contender but you know i i I think with him i think we can really get back into there and contest for that top five spot yeah yeah i know i think he's such a massive addition to the team he is you know he was all nba he is our leader he is our max guy he's very likely the best player on the team which you know if you're excited about scotty and og and, and fred it's a reminder that, you know, until proven otherwise, he's the one who's made an all-star game, started in the game, yep. um, you know, had a, like a finals clinching bucket um, and had, you know, Scotty Pippen like numbers in a finals run. So I'm not really even here for the argument that like he hasn't proven himself because I, I think I'm a little bit past that. Like he's proven himself, but I do think reintegrating himself will be a task of sorts. 
you know, I just want to touch on, you mentioned nurses playbook. I think that's, that's going to be a big, just, you know, a big theme to watch spacing, how it all works. Scotty, you know, is there any kind of like duplication of skills? Is it, is it good that we're all kind of like giant? Um, what about you, Dan? Where, where are you at with Pascal and his return? Yeah, I think it's a great thing. I agree with uh, most of the stuff Ryan said because uh, he's just going to be attracting defenses. And with OG playing the way he is, uh, you know, he's only going to be better when those shots are open. Right now, before Pascal was there, they were double teaming him. They were double teaming. They had kind of a, you know, leeway to do whatever they wanted with some of these guys. But now with mm-hmm. uh, Siakam back, he's going to take the attention away from other people like OG and Freddie, and it's going to create more open shots. Also, Siakam to me is just like he just needs to play the like he he came in playing a lot better than I thought he would. I thought he'd at least have a a few warm up games where you're like, oh god, man, stop, <laughs> just stop forcing everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But he came in and seemed like he was letting the game come to him. And uh, I I said to you, I think like weeks ago, I said like I think it's going to take a little bit for this team to start meshing because they're like a new mm-hmm. team that have never played with each other, super young. So I was saying like, it's going to take a while before we even see what this team is at its peak. And then now with Siakam back, it's going to take another bunch of time to get used to the the new flow with Siakam in it. You know what I mean? So it's like waiting for that to happen is going to take some patience, but we're going to see some amazing basketball. We're going to see some soul crushing basketball. And then eventually Hopefully the team evens out and we get into that fifth, fourth place scenario where, cause I think the potential of this team is out of this world. Like I think that like if they were clicking on all cylinders and OG was hitting baskets and Freddie was hitting baskets and Siakam was hitting baskets and Barnes is playing the way he's playing, you know, like, and Birch is just like looking so good this year too. It's like, we have a chance to compete. And I just think that, uh, yeah, my biggest thing with Siakam is just, he sometimes seems to forget who he is. He's really good. And when he's like dominant and aggressive, he's great. But sometimes he like forgets who he is. And it's like, he gets so aggressive because he thinks that's his whole game and starts forcing things and getting fouled and all that stuff. And we'll see what happens. Maybe he's uh, you know, players grow up, players change, players learn from their past season. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, well said. I mean, like lots of good points there. I feel like you, you know, you both kind of touched up or touched on um, the the space is going to open for for Fred for OG, and you know, good point, Dan too. Like, I feel, I feel like the first couple games we saw lots of OG and Fred just totally getting swarmed, and you know, also want to touch on like the time we've taken to figure out kind of what we figured out so far in terms of chemistry. Pascal might add some time to that, even though he's a very complimentary player in a lot of ways. And, you know, I think the thing that that stuck with me the most out of what you just said was like Pascal is clearly really talented. And I think he's this. uh, Yeah. Where I'm coming from with Pascal is I feel like he's always been, you know, opportunistic in nature. And part of being a number one guy is like, you have to kind of go beyond being opportunistic. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to, look at a situation where there is no opportunity and create one. Um, you know, I think you even see it with a guy like Trent as he's, you know, worked his way into, you know, the, the starting lineup and, and the team, he's like, okay, three seconds left, four seconds left. You give me the ball. That's a shot. You're not getting the ball back. I don't pass. <laughs> um, and uh, I might make it too. So, I feel like if you're Fred and you're dribbling around and you're Pascal and you're dribbling around, you're like, okay, just if I pass to Trent, you know, not getting it back. If I pass to OG, maybe. If I pass to Birch, very likely. So I think all those things kind of got to congeal. And um, I mean, yeah, Pascal's he's awesome. So I think I'm, I'm with you guys. The, the, you know, sky's the limit here and um, it's exciting. Let's, I think uh, Trent's going to benefit the most from Pascal's return, to be honest with you, because Trent now is kind of like the fourth person on a team's mind, right? Like you want to guard like OG Freddie and Siakam. Yeah. And I really feel like Trent's going to open up. Like it's yeah. going to be like, it's okay that he's not passing. 
he's not being covered as much as the other guys. Mm -hmm. And he was already getting, you know, his buckets when he was getting double teamed because we didn't have that extra player. So I think Trent might really have a breakout year because of that kind of thing. Yeah, totally. I mean, if you're OG, if you're Svi, if you're Trent, it's like go in there and, and toss up shots. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's let's keep this baby going. Uh, Maddie, I want to bring you in. I want to talk rebranding, uh, you know, joke rebranding mostly with the Raptors. We are giant and, and long and this this vision of Maasai, you know, I feel like, Dan, we've joked about it a bunch, uh, Matt, over the years. I, I don't know what interview it's from, but there was a time when, you know, Masai joked that, uh, and I've said this on the pod before, but uh, in response to small ball, you just have a bunch of giants and you don't even dribble it and you just pass it around until you get a dunk. And it was obviously a joke. However, we do seem to be kind of becoming that anyways, you know, Utah Watanabe is not even back yet. He's six nine. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's go to you first. Uh, let's go to you first, um, Dan. And well, what I'm looking for here is um, just yeah, in in the spirit yep. of like um, we the North. Well, what's the Raptors like six nine rebrand? What are we called? What's right, like? I, uh, I have two. Sure. We got six nine Mafia. Great. Just great. <laughs> and then the other one is Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> welcome oh, yes. to Toronto. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Is, is the welcome to like a big part of the brand? Like, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it you saying that or like? I, I feel like it's like Matt Devlin's voice, you know? Yeah. Okay. Welcome yeah. to Toronto. <laughs> you know, Toronto. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Um, that's exactly what I'm looking for here. Uh, we're tall. That's 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 the deal. We 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 don't have a tall center, but we're tall. Um, we're let's, star uh, six nines, you know, stuff like that. No, it's, it's good star talk. six nines. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're just yeah, like they, that's pretty I, good. I know Dan well. So. It's just fucking hitting dingers. Yeah, right out of the gate here. Keep coming. We might be on to our like fifth <laughs> subject, and Dan might be like, "The next pod should just be all of these." Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ryan. What's um? What's what's your Raptors rebrand? Oh, oh, I think you're muted. Oh, there we go. Sorry about that. Uh, maybe. No, nowhere near as good as uh, Dan's over there, but uh, I, I had uh, the land of tall trees. Um, <laughs> That's good, just because it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, land. Of I'm not used to having a, such a, a tall team. Like uh, at most, you get like one guy who's like six eleven, um, but like just everyone averaging out to like six eight, six nine is is absolutely nuts. But yeah, I had the uh, land land of tall trees. Land of Tall Trees is real good. Um, I didn't, I mean, you know what? I shouldn't underestimate anyone's weirdness because I'm sure Maddie D's coming in here with some weird ass stuff. Um, maybe not though, you know. What's up, Maddie? Where Where are you at with the, we got, we got a lot. Land of Tall Trees is, Dan had three dingers, but the Land of Tall Trees is a home run because just thinking about the pictures, like there were a bunch of like red oaks or uh, I don't even know. It, 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 it would be weird. Like, um, uh, so I had a couple of things. One, just a, a classic one, just calling them the Toronto Skyline. You know, giving them uh, the skyline sure. is is uh, is moving tonight. The skyline mm -hmm. is moving tonight. The six and the nine. Now, I you know, I'm always looking to incorporate some references to past movies and whatnot. I'd love mm -hmm. to do a kind of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure thing. Now, they're not six nine. There's no like height reference to this, but they are obsessed with sixty nining in that movie. Okay. They, uh, if you haven't seen it, they uh, they want to learn guitar and they uh, they want a sixty nine. I guess so those are the two yeah. things they want to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if we could do kind of like uh, I don't know, like uh, Nick Nurse is dressed up as Rufus, and you know, like <laughs> all. All of them, all of them are jammed into a, a, a telephone booth that like gets like dropped down uh, before every game. That'd be pretty cool. 
Um, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, either or skyline or some weird yeah, sixty nine joke. <laughs> either or, you know, you, you the Toronto skyline, or you put these guys in a phone booth, drop them from the sky. Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry, one or the other. Eh? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Mine is, um, I think I wasn't trying to sound cool, and maybe this would just expose me for the loser I am. But uh, I, I can't. The only thing I could think of was uh, spider ball. I'm thinking like small ball, like you know, the the Warriors era, and kind of like we the North. And I'm like, we're all like long limbed, kind of like. I was thinking like crab ball, but then I'm like, that might be like <laughs> gross or something. Um, but spider ball, you know, spiders are kind of gross anyways. I don't know. But I, I just think, you know, you get trapped in our web, like you can turn the ball over and then like, we'll wrap you up and like eat you later or whatever. Um, <laughs> spider ball. That's my thing. Spider ball. <laughs> Okay, let's. Uh, I I kind of like your crab people thing. Yeah, <laughs> crab ball. Well, but I'm a I'm a, South Park, I'm a South Park guy, so nice. <laughs> crab crab people. <laughs> Guys, I don't know the reference, and I feel like an old man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's oh, move on to some NBA stuff. Um, lots going on. And uh, right before we do, we're just going to take a quick break uh, in case we got any ads. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> wow. Let's, uh, let's um, move on to some, some NBA. What's that? I want to get some of that stuff. Yeah. Me too. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Crab balls. No worries. Yeah, so it's, we're going to get a topical <laughs> cream for sure. <laughs> crab, ball crab balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to some NBA stuff. Maddie, good sir. Why don't you give me that... Uh, Adam Silver, whatever you got, just give me the NBA sting. This is Adam Silver. Paging Bobby Webster. Paging Bobby Webster. Oh, yeah. The paging Bobby Webster. He threw in a couple of those. Huge. <laughs> just mixing it up a little. <laughs> big, big Halloween shout out to our boy Bobby Webster. I think we missed him last time. Pascal had a video where they were, you know, dressing uh, like, you know, different Halloween characters. And Bobby Webster was, uh, I forget exactly what he was, but he went in pretty hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy likes coffees, the guy likes Halloween. No worries. <laughs> let's, uh, let's start with you, Ryan. Yes. Uh, and just, um, you know, for anyone that... Uh, you know, you, if you don't watch a lot of other basketball besides the Raptors, um, this question is kind of about the rule change. This is something I love uh, in the NBA. Like, this is where I feel like my nerd brain gets activated. You know, I love that a guy like Trey Young and Harden, part of what they do is is built on, you know, developing a skill set that kind of comes from the Jordan rules. And you know, not being able to to foul a guy uh, as he's dribbling or swipe as much, and you know they're crafty guys. Like you, you're a big Dirk fan, um, Ryan. He definitely, you know, became a master at the N one. Luca came into the league a master of the N one, and uh, yeah, I think the NBA is working real hard to take away the like the you know non basketball play, as they say, or the embellishing type of play. And it's affecting a lot of guys. A lot of numbers are down and it, it's changing the game. I think And usually when there's like a ref initiative, there's like a week or two and then there's like this adjustment period and it's kind of like the refs ease back and the players, you know, kind of continue doing what they were doing. Maybe there's some real change. This seems like it's sticking, you know, Lillard kind of came out and said it, it was bad. His numbers are way down. Um, yeah, where where are you at on the, on these rule changes? Do you like them? Do you think they're you know here for the right reason? Honestly, like I 
I was listening to Draymond Green. He was kind of saying uh, he actually found the game more watchable. Apparently, he wasn't watching a lot of NBA. I'm like, really? Um, <laughs> he found it more pure. And I, and I do, too, to be honest. Like, yeah, you get that awkward, like, two seconds where everyone's like, wait, is that a foul? Oh, no, play on. Okay, we're going to go down now. Um, I like it. I like it. I think it you know, makes the game fast. There's less foul calls. It's just play on, go, go for it. Obviously guys like Harden and Trey have been drastically affected by it. Uh, Mm -hmm. To be honest, the only thing I'm not a fan of is that they have made Harden the poster board for it. And now you can't go on Instagram on a basketball feed and not see, Oh, Harden thought he got fouled. And like, it's just, you know, a video of him literally getting hacked and like, they're just not calling it because he's the guy now, right? Mm-hmm. He's the guy that this rule was almost designed for. I think they might even switch it to the Harden rule eventually because like it sucks for him because everyone's looking at him now because he was the main culprit. And yeah, he was obviously like you get to the line that much time, that many times um, you can say half of his 30 points that he would usually average came from free throw shots and it's true. Mm-hmm. And and you look at him now and it's like, okay, you know, the first couple of weeks, he was like, what, 10, 20, 10 and 15 points. Like, you know, he was just off on, off on. But now, now that we know it's established, I just feel he, he's the real victim of this. And yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing him drive and arms are just like hitting him. And he's just like, I can't, I can't catch a break now, but overall, I love the rule. It's great. It was the it was the pump fake and leaning in. That was the thing that bothered me. That was the one that um, that I'm like, I'm happy to see that go. But just, you know, the less calls when you're driving into the lane, that's one. That's the one I'm just kind of like if you on, especially when it comes to Harden. Man, I got, you know, great points. Couldn't agree more. I think it's both like an honor and a curse for James Harden because you, you look at some of the rule changes in the NBA and they were often made to, you know, enhance a part of a game or kind of slow down some something that a player was exploiting. You know, Shaq had uh, rule changes because he was too dominant in the paint. Um, obviously, Will Chamberlain, uh, you know, the Jordan rules, I think, were made to kind of like let people dribble a bit more. So perhaps, you know, more favorable for Jordan. But I think like... It, it it made it you know a big scoring league and i i don't know any you know hardcore basketball fans that are like hey 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 i love free throws like every major basketball fan i know is like understand it's a part of the game but it's not it's not anyone's favorite part of the game it just isn't no. and you know on the other hand i i'm totally with you i feel sorry for james harden i feel like he kind of perfected something and then now the game has like changed but that's that's the nba right like steph came in and it was like i'm gonna shoot from here and this often and the game's gonna change because of it like you can't have a big slow center because i have a team full of guys that can run and shoot and pass from the three and it's just going to destroy you if you have a bunch of lumbering bigs so it's just about uh, you know adapting and I think it is more watchable basketball. I think it's closer to playoff basketball. I'm excited for, you know, when the regular season goes to the po- uh, postseason and there isn't this like dramatic shift where it's like all of a sudden guys that were just getting to the line nonstop aren't. And it's like, wait, how did all the refs simultaneously agree on this? And it's clearly an initiative because I think people, it's it's not as entertaining in the playoffs when you see somebody go to the line that much. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll shout you out. Like, you, you look no further than, like, you know, the Dwayne Wade, um, you know, Shaq Heat. Like, yeah, sure, the Heat deserved that, that, that win over Dallas. Uh, but the amount of times that Wade went to the line, and this is a long time ago. Questionable. Yeah, it, it's que- it's questionable and it's frustrating and it's like Wade's amazing. So, but, but, but it's just anyways. Yeah. Like I, I really, I'm excited to see guys like Trey and, and, you know, maybe Harden is a bit old, but like Luca, I'm excited to see them be like, okay, this isn't a part of the game. Then I'll adapt in another way. And yeah. Um, definitely frustrating as a Raptors fan because 
you could see a guy like OG is like trying to work that into his game. And it's like, well, dude, maybe that's not really how the NBA works anymore. So maybe you won't get those calls. But uh, yeah, well, where are you at, Dan? Are you enjoying this? What do you think about the rule change? Uh, yeah, well, free throws is my favorite part of the game. Um, <laughs> I have asthma. So uh, <laughs> the only part I'm really good at. But um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, I like the new rules. I never liked the flailing and the yeah. the kickouts and stuff. But the thing is, is like, I felt I feel like it's a rule change, but like the refs were always supposed to call that as bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if a guy, like, jumps up and kicks you in the stomach, like, that's not a thing. You know what I mean? Like, the ref should be seeing that anyway. So it's it's just creating a new thing for the refs to get wrong. <laughs> in my opinion, it's like now they're going to be like, oh, wait, what's the rule change? And, like, people like OG are just going to get battered on the way to the rim, and that's going to mm-hmm. be okay because they're like – and in another sense, like it might just even things out for the Raptors because we never really got calls anyway. So, like maybe uh, true, maybe everything will kind of uh, even out for us. But for the most part, I mean, yeah, I, I like the rule change. I don't like. Uh, there's a small part of me that feels like, you know, the best players in games are the ones that learn to manipulate the rules to their advantage because, like. Sure. Because and it's almost unfair to change them in in some sense because it's like if you have like these guys that are so high level that they're like able to like kind of find that gray area and they live there and that's what they made their career off of. Um, it's weird to take that gray area away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not a steroid. It's just a. It's just <laughs> it's just a thing they figured out. You know? And it You're right. Years, totally. Years, years. So that's the only thing. But that's that's life, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, well said with the gray area. I mean, like, you know, I know we moved on to the NBA, but, uh, you know, all Raptors fans, you should be able to admit that, you know, so much of Kyle Lowry's entire game is built on manipulating the gray area and the margins of the NBA. And, you know, that whether it's a two-for-one shot or the charge or, you know, drawing a call, whatever, um, he's a master of that. Um, Matt, Matty D yeah. popped in here. Uh, yeah, I no, like I just wanted some. to tie in a thought to this. Like, it's not really a rule change or anything, but there have been a lot of complaints across the league about this from players. They have changed the game ball back to a Wilson for the first time in 37 years. And yeah. a lot of players are complaining about the feel of it. They're saying that, uh, you know, it's, uh, the, the Spalding ball was like, it felt the same every time. And this one feels a bit different. And I think that free throws made is kind of down a bit across the league. Hmm. So I was just wondering if, you know, it's always interesting. It's happened with baseball a few years ago too, when they've changed the ball or something in some way. And, you know, now it's like, going back to the original brand really, which is what, you know, it started with a Wilson and, and now, you know, tying in with the, uh, with the free throws and the, the rule changes and stuff. Yeah. I saw, I saw a lot of stars like from Paul George to Booker. I I think I saw something about Dame. So like, it's a thing, like it's not even an excuse and all the words started. This is not an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Every, every sentence started. This is not an excuse. I'm like, okay, they're they're all saying the same thing. So it's not just like one or two guys. It's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think that's a, that's an interesting point too. Cause I feel like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago they changed the ball. And I remember Nash was like the most vocal about like, this needs to change. And they actually changed it back. Yeah. It didn't I don't last think it was long. like, a, it wasn't a Wilson Spalding like brand thing. I think maybe, you know, I, I know, um, Castaway Two and and Flubber Two are coming out, <laughs> so this might that's be what like, did uh, it. Yeah, it could be a marketing <laughs> thing. Flubber, <laughs> they're, they're going to be there. It's one of those things. Flubber. Both the sequels are going to be together, so it'll be a basketball this time instead of a volleyball. I think so. That's cool. Flubber Island. I like something. that. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, that would be fun. Um, Dan, Dan, let's let's stick with you after my dumb joke. Uh, we'll keep a, we'll keep an eye on uh, crab ball. Too. I need to watch Flubber again. Yeah, I'll check Flubber, guys. Come on, um, watch Flubber again. Uh, if you do, Matt promises to finish Space Jam One and cracking uh, on Space Jam Two. Um, Either that or he doesn't get to ride the snowblower this year. It's a deal we shook on. (laughs) And let's keep with you. 
just uh, just a classic standings question. Uh, who's yeah. up there? You know, again, so early in the season, but who is up there? Who has a good record? And you think it's it's either not going to last or just not reflecting like the hierarchy uh, of the league, east or west. This is like kind of like factless. Like this is no like anything behind this, but love it. Uh, <laughs> but are the Wizards allowed to do good? <laughs> That's a good like, question. like i just feel like it just feels like they're gonna fall apart they're not allowed to be any good like it just feels like this is weird it's like you play them and they're good and you're like what what the fuck stop like you just like this is weird it just feels off to me uh so my team would probably be the wizards i think they're gonna somehow find a way to like fall apart and uh yeah that's just how i feel the Wizards is uh, the obvious answer to this question. I feel like even as I wrote it, I was kind of, I guess, looking for like runner-ups to the Wizards. <laughs> okay. um, they have a seven and three record. They and they look good too. Um, you know, we were even uh, mentioning that, or uh, Alan Chain was mentioning that on on your pod, Ryan. And I think we we're all agreeing, like, you know, you you got to give them their flowers. Like they just they look kind of well-rounded. Harold's looking good. Um, oh God. Uh, yeah. Should Dinwiddie shout out Dinwiddie looking good too. Um, and we'll, we'll always keep you up to date on, on Dinwiddie's, uh, um, I think 80 or $90,000 Iron Man suit. He said he was going to build it four years ago. <laughs> he did look it up. <laughs> look it up. It's in construction. Well, Nuts. hopefully it'll be done soon, but, um, yeah, uh, wizards are, are definitely the team. I think that's the best answer. Ryan, you know, is, is it the Wizards for you? Do you have a runner-up? Is there another team maybe that might fall? The West is pretty legit. It's like you have Utah, you have Golden State. I, the, you know, it's funny. I'm about to crap on my own team. The Mavs, oh, are, not, nice. the Mavs are not a real 7-3 team. <laughs> oh, my God, I that watched, was my team. I watch their games, and I'm like, you guys, like, they win, but they'll go down like 16 points. Like I was at the Raptors Mavs games. The Raptors <laughs> went up 16-2. And I'm sitting there in a Luka jersey. I'm like, oh, this is going to happen again. The last time I went to a Raptors Mavs game, the, the biggest franchise comeback in history. So I'm like, I'm sitting there depressed. And then all the of a sudden, yep, yep. Yeah, of course, I had to be there for that. Um, I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, they decided to wake up now. So the only game that I was like, I am satisfied with this victory and they look legit was Luka's buzzer beater against Boston. Because that was the second time he did it to them. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm f- out of the nine times we've played, finally I feel comfortable with the win. So that 7-3 and three looks fake to me. It's sad, but I, I, I hope they do better. Uh, but Cleveland, Cleveland, just like Dan said, there's teams that you just look at and you're like, you're supposed to be bad. So just stay bad. <laughs> you're supposed to be poverty stricken and just in permanent purgatory <laughs> so my permanent purgatory teams in the east there's usually washington cleveland and new york but i feel like better days in new york so it's a little bit more believable that they'd be in the top six but cleveland is literally right behind washington at seven to four so yeah that's my yeah. uh, facade team Ooh, i i should have yeah thank you for the wording there um, <laughs> <laughs> facade team for sure that's yeah. going in my my little twitter promo when i push this pot out um yeah and, and man dallas was my team um yeah. although you know just to first of all anytime you're a fan of a team and you can kind of come with the with the goods just respect to you hat tip to you i will keep it um, real <laughs> you got to keep it real although just to you know throw the mavs a bit of a bone i thought you know, i guess it's early raptors season but i thought out of all the teams that have beaten the Raptors so far, I thought they handled the Raptors the most. I feel like Luca went into halftime and, and you know, Woke they up. were basically like, <laughs> hey, if they're going to double team this aggressively, Luca, you can kill these guys. Yeah. And he did. He he really made it look easy. And he kind of scared me, um, you know, in terms of stylistically, I was like, oh, man, if we – I mean, he's a special player. So I think yeah. in that sense, I'm not too scared of the rest of the league. But – if we're going to aggressively double team and kind of be this like running all over the place team, then a guy like Luca is going to figure it out. He's going to kill you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the, <laughs> the forever purgatory bottom teams. I'm totally in agreement. 
Cleveland kind of looks, it's weird though. They're kind of looking legit. Um, the Mavs were my team. The, uh, the, the team I'm going to, I guess, throw a little bit of shade on. Although I think they're not, I think they're kind of like a 500 team is the New York Knicks. I feel like they are improved, um, but they're not going to be as good as last year in terms of record. I think they're like a legit kind of like play in team. I, I don't know. There's something about the way they play that I, I'm not sure just how kind of like repeatable it is, but um, I mean, you know, they were pretty good last year, lost to the Hawks and added guys. So m- maybe I'm just wrong there. The Mavs are my team. So who knows? Maybe, maybe the Knicks are a reach, but uh, yeah, let's, let's finish strong here. Let's do some quickish questions. Maddie, my boy, would you, uh, would, would you hit that quickish questions? Sting. Quickish questions. Oh my God. Here we go. Quickest questions. You guys know the drill. Everyone listening at home, you know the drill. Uh, I'm going to read through some questions. I might stutter. I might slur. I might misread a comma. That's okay. You have to persevere. You have to answer as fast as you possibly can. Uh, I'm doing warm up for for Family Feud these days. This is like fast money, okay? You just got to let it fire. (laughs) And if it's embarrassing, joke's on you. Um, as always, I got to call him out. Matty D, I'm looking at you. Huh? No, no tricks. Don't turn on the AC and say, could you say that again? Nothing <laughs> like that. I don't want any, any hijinks. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's do this. Right. Let's go uh, Ryan, Dan, Matty D. All right, here we go. Ryan. Fred Van Vliet biopic movie should be called. Ooh, well, easy, easy one is uh, bet on yourself, but I would go the little big guy. <laughs> I like that. Because little, but he plays big. Yeah, that's got like a Arnold Danny DeVito vibe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Gallia. How can OG get more fouls? Finger extensions. <laughs> nice. Long finger extensions. <laughs> people will see people touching his fingers more. Totally. And then, boom, more fouls. Thanks. Yeah. Those are real. And yeah, he'll do that for sure. Um, <laughs> huge. Um, <laughs> Maddie D. Yes. Uh, who would be Yoda's NBA equivalent? A Yoda's NBA equivalent. Uh, past? Can it be a past person? You better believe it. Um, I think it would be maybe a Muggsy Bogues. No, I'm not just picking on him because he's real tiny. Sure, but I, I think, think he's, he might be. But I, I think, I think he's just full of wisdom. <laughs> full of, yeah. <laughs> hey, we've seen his commercials. He reads to his grandkids. He's a wisdom guy right there. Um, also, Maddie D. That that was sly. <laughs> Repeated the question. Okay. He did something else to stall. Yeah, I asked the question. Yo, we asked. I clarify. I clarify and I read back. Oh, wow. Okay. Man. Oh, okay. That's on me now for stammering. Um, (laughs) This is an all play. Let's uh, let's bring this home strong, everybody. Um, Ryan, whose minutes will Utah take? I want to say I could see a meeting into Precious minutes. He's tall, okay. right? He's tall. He could take Precious. He's six nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? Danny, uh, Danny G. Who, he might um, take some Boucher minutes if Boucher doesn't start playing better. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's my that's my take for sure. Maddie. Yeah, I was actually going to say Boucher as well. Uh, mainly because I drafted him in my fantasy league and it's been hell. And uh, yeah, I would also I would also say he might take a little bit of Kem Birch just to help uh, with injury stuff, like to help rest him a bit. Yeah, yeah. I might even throw a little uh, Delano in there. Um, you know, especially if we end up sending or Delano, Delano. To the G League for a bit. Um, but uh, my goodness, 
We made it. This is the end of the pod. End of Quickish Questions. Thank you guys so much. This was a fun one. Um, so let's go to you first, Ryan. Uh, you know, yeah, below the hardwood. Yeah, or, you know, like, tell people about that. Tell people about uh, whatever you want. What's going on? Yeah, just um, host of Below the Hardwood NBA podcast, uh, part of the Press Basketball Network, wearepress.net. Uh, it's just, you know, three guys and sometimes a guest. Uh, we actually had uh, Freddie on a little bit earlier today. It's on YouTube. You can go check it out. Um, other than that, yeah, you can find me at R.A. Henry on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, it was a, it was a good time. It was a, a live YouTube pod. I think it was one of my first times doing that. Uh, we had a, a character named Blasted Jay <laughs> tuning in with comments. Yeah. And let me tell you. Blasted Jay was the name, but this guy knew his stuff. Okay, it was like he was coming in with nonstop like facts and heaters. And uh, Blasted Jay, whoever you are, I'm a fan. Yeah. Um, what up? I, uh, I have no idea who that is myself. I think Alan might have, but he was a good time. He's blasted, and he's yeah. Jay. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, he'll be he'll be in line for you know Flubber uh, Castaway too for sure. <laughs> I gotta um, watch Flubber now. Galia, what's up? You you always got so much going on. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm looking for someone to clean my place. If anybody wants to come by and just kind of give this place a once over, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that out there. I, <laughs> I have my D, my DG store, uh, DanGalia.ca/dg store. If you want to get some weird clothes, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you can check out my the Instagram at DG store. Or you can check out my uh, instead at DG Special. Damn right. Um, yeah, support both these guys. They're amazing. And, uh, and you know, a, a huge thanks, uh, as I've been doing recently, to everyone who's been listening to the pod, sharing it, you know, spreading the good word. Give us some reviews, you know, like get in there on Apple and be like, yo, five stars. These guys are crazy. They all have like huge asses or whatever <laughs> um, yeah. i don't know what why i went in that direction but it could be cool that's all uh yeah well we'll see you next week and and thanks again guys thanks for everyone who's listening and um maddie d if you feel like we're done and we're good to go please just give me those sweet sweet words okay ah, yeah.